Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Everybody's talking doom and gloom in my face Yeah, they're like, we'll need a miracle to make things okay Everybody's looking for a small little light And I'm like, not being cynical, but I feel alright Me, I rain a toy. 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 Me, I rain a toy.
with the rising sun on her wedding day. She raised her eyes to the heavens and she thanked Hashem for the man of truth with whom she would build a nation. But with nightfall came destiny betrayed the veil concealing another yet a sister's shame not her shattered dreams took hold of her heart and her senses Mama Rachel cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children If you raise your sweet voice now as then The day will come Mama Rachel cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children laid to rest in solitude forever but her voice gave hope to the broken hearts of her daughters and sons bound for exile when her plane cry gain divine consent a challenge to her maker can the mercy of mere flesh and blood run deeper than yours our creator Mama Rachel, cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children If you raise your sweet voice now as then The day will come Mama Rachel, cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children Your voice is still as you heed the call of Minikoilechi. It's our Father's will 
JM in the AM. It's one of the songs that Simcha Liner introduced us yesterday. From his brand new album, Koa Kavod. And I think he mentioned while he was talking about it that it's a, it's a good song for early morning. After all, the theme is Rise Up. So we'll encourage everybody to uh, get up and, <laughs> excuse me, to get up and to start their day uh, by playing Rise Up here at JM in the AM from the brand new Kolakavod. Yismach Moshe, that was Yankee Lemmer. You heard Lacha, Simcha Liner off the brand new Kolakavod. Journeys from Volume 4 with Mama Rachel. Rachel Amin, whose yard site is coming up on Shabbos, right? Uh, Sunday. No, Shabbos. Shabbos is Rachel Emenu's yard site, according to tradition. Uh, Micha Gammerman with Rabim, that's brand new, and Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this November the 6th, day 8 in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5780, Tufshin Pei. 47 degrees outside here in New York with 66% humidity, Windsor West at 6 miles per hour. Sunny today with a high of 56, then tonight. Mostly clear and a low temperature of 45. Afternoon rain for tomorrow. High Thursday, 60 degrees. You shall lime right now at 75. We're at 47 in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. And yes, today is 30 years later for those of you who remember. And I take this opportunity to wish a very, very happy 30th wedding anniversary to Stacey Siegel. It is hard to believe. Really, really hard to believe. <laughs> That 30 years have passed since November the 6th of 1989. And the 9th that year, oh, at night, like tonight, uh, the 9th of Mar Cheshvan. Wow, that lines up pretty well. The only difference is it was a Monday that time around, right before Election Day. So a very special Mazel Tov to Stacey Siegel. If you see her today or if you hear from her today or if you're speaking with her today, you make sure to wish her a very special Mazel Tov on 30 years, uh, which is remarkable and, and it's remarkable how it goes by like that as the expression goes lots going on here at jm and the am and then alchem siegel network rabbi rubin from uh, uh kushner plus uh, comedian modi who's playing the uh uh the atid society event um uh batsheva and murray halpern have put together yet another great event that's happening on the 24th of November. We'll talk about that later on. State Senator Simcha Felder will join us. Avrami Weinberger from Lisco. They do our direct marketing. We'll get a uh, nice plug-in for them later on in the 8 o'clock hour. And we might even hear from uh, Rabbi Fass from Nefesh Benefesh on this Parshas Lech Lecha. We might. We'll see what happens. His schedule's a little, uh, a little crazy today, as it always is. So we'll see if we can get him on before 9 a.m. Eastern time. Also, a couple of big things uh, going on uh, that you need to know about. Uh, Yeshiva University basketball starts this weekend uh, in a season that's expected to be, please God, a very, very successful one, and most importantly, one that will hopefully, again, um, paint our community in a very, very positive light, the way our Yeshiva University men's basketball team has been doing for a long, long time. And Coach Elliot Steinmetz will join me tomorrow as they get ready to kick things off this weekend in California. Yeah, they're literally going to be in California uh, this weekend to start their season. So that'll be coming up tomorrow. And then the uh, what I consider to be one of the biggest pieces of news uh, regarding our programming and um, the focus of our programming. As you know, next Shabbos is the yard site on the Jewish calendar 
of uh, those victims in the Pittsburgh shooting, the uh, largest massacre uh, targeted the Jewish community in the history of the United States. And uh, as of last night, um, a decision was made in uh, cooperation with the chairman of our Jewish Unity Initiative, Mr. Simon Jacob, that we will be in Pittsburgh next week to commemorate the yard site and to spend Wednesday morning speaking about anti-Semitism and following up one year after Pittsburgh. So uh, circle your calendar, November the 13th. We will be in Pittsburgh between 6 and 9 a.m. Again, a project of the Jewish Unity Initiative with a big thank you to uh, Simon Jacob and his family. And uh, we are getting ready to um, spend the morning uh, speaking about uh, anti-Semitism and um, and presenting some uh, really interesting local and uh, and worldwide known guests to our audience here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. So that's all happening a week from today. We're going to be working on that uh, pretty diligently later on uh, today here in our offices of NSN and uh, getting that all set uh, for next week. JM and the AM Wednesday. Plenty happening as you hear, to say the least. A reminder from our friends at Art Scroll, Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is now available. Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is now available. Uh, go to artscroll.com and use promo code radio to save 15% and get free shipping in the United States. Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is available. Go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio, save 15%, and get free shipping in the United States. I am going to uh, dedicate this song to Stacey Siegel on this, our 30th wedding anniversary. Sandy Shmueli, with he, who we just saw the other night, by the way. Hinei Yamim Tovim. Sandy, Mazal Tov, uh, Stacy Siegel from all of us here at JM in the AM. Anima 
J.M. and the A.M. It's a Wednesday. Good morning. We're live from the Nahum Single Network Studios in New York City, and I thank you so much for tuning in. Arye Kunstler, one of our favorite early morning selections. That's Modaani. Before that, you saw Werdiger with uh, Bias Neman B. Israel. Simcha Liner, brand new with La'ar. He was here yesterday. If you missed any of it, don't forget, there's a great Facebook Live video of our conversation from yesterday. Go to facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. Kolachai with that Odi Shama. Arye Mack asked for um, music from our wedding. That's a song that Yitzhak Goldschmidt of Kolachai actually wrote 30 years ago for our wedding, and the band at the wedding actually played it. So on this, uh, our 30th wedding anniversary, I uh, dedicate that to Stacy Siegel, as I did with the Sandy Shmueli song, Hine Yamim Tovin. It's also dedicated to Stacy this morning here at JMNAM. It's Wednesday with 47 degrees, sunshine, and a high of 56. If you missed it earlier, we announced that the Jewish Unity Initiative is, in fact, going to be heading to Pittsburgh just before the uh, one-year yard site on the Jewish calendar of the the biggest massacre aimed at the Jewish community in the history of the United States of America. Yeah, that's unfortunately what it is. And we'll commemorate that anniversary by going to Pittsburgh, doing a show from there Wednesday morning, one week from today. Uh, the theme, anti-Semitism, of course. And um, I want to thank uh, Simon Jacob and everybody at the Jewish Unity Initiative for encouraging us to do it. And we get out there late Tuesday night in uh, preparation for a Wednesday morning show 
from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Modi's going to join us coming up at about 7.35. Both are by Ellie Rubin, head of school at Kushner. And the comedian Modi are going to join us. They're part of the uh, Atid Society event that's going to be happening on the 24th of November. So we'll do that coming up. Um, also, as I mentioned, tomorrow on this program, Elliot Steinmetz, who's coach of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team and who has a lot to be proud of, and who embarks on the brand new season this weekend in California. That's where it starts, believe it or not. He'll join us tomorrow morning right here in the 8 o'clock hour at JM in the AM. Looking forward to that, that's for sure. Uh, heading to the app, the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Opa Nomi wants to know who the singer was for Yismach Moshe. That was uh, Yankee Lemmer. Cousin Yankee Lemmer, who did that one. Trucker Yitz says, good morning, you all. Saw some snow flurries last night on the way back from Montreal on the Northway. Yitz, this is not the type of news we like waking up to. This is not what we want to hear early in the morning. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to hear anything having to do with snow. But I know that this storm that's coming in, what do we say? Tomorrow there's afternoon rain and tomorrow night there's rain in the New York area. I know that that storm, they're talking about it having some areas of snow. Hopefully not reaching us, but apparently um, apparently including some snow for some areas. Anyway, Yitz, I'm begging you. Try to keep the snow away at least until January. If we can get through November and December without it, we are so much better off, I'm telling you. Uh, again, I told you about the Simcha Liner video. Go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network to see our conversation from yesterday live in studio. Our friends at ArtScroll remind you that if you go to ArtScroll.com, Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is now available. It's available if you use the promo code RADIO at 15% off and free shipping in the United States. Again, use the promo code RADIO. Get 15% off and free shipping in the United States. Go to ArtScroll.com. Use promo code RADIO. I want to remind everybody that we have a unique opportunity that really is uh, in play all year round. Um, and that is uh, our sponsorship opportunities. If you'd like to dedicate part or all of a JM and AM broadcast in memory of somebody, uh, you may want to dedicate or by Goldwasser's Devar Torah or by Uden's Devar Torah on Friday, whatever the case may be, or a full JM and AM broadcast. If you want to dedicate it in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, for somebody's birthday, whatever the case may be, um, feel free to go to the website fjbunity.org. That's fjbunity.org. Um, click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and support us and all our great efforts here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network, and at the same time pay tribute to someone's memory or uh, in order to honor somebody, and we thank you for that. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Golly, it's on the background. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSingle.com, on the NahumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Again, as we said earlier, Jewish Unity Initiative hits the road early next week. On Wednesday morning, we'll be broadcasting from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, live from Pittsburgh, a show dedicated to the topic of anti-Semitism. As we go back to Pittsburgh one year later, just before the yard site on the Hebrew calendar of the victims of the, um, the greatest... Um, targeted attack on the Jewish community in the history of the United States. We'll be there in Pittsburgh Wednesday between 6 and 9 a.m. 
and I certainly hope you'll uh, you'll join us. Are we having trouble? Having trouble with our news from Israel? All right, we're having trouble from our uh, with our uh, unfortunately with our news from Israel. So we will continue with uh, uh, plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM. Um, again, Wednesday uh, next week. That is when the. Uh, that is when uh, we'll be broadcasting from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, between 6 and 9 a.m. Uh, in a show one year after the uh, Tree of Life um, attack in Pittsburgh. A minute after 7 o'clock, JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody.
I'm 
J.M. and the A.M., a song introduced to us yesterday by Simcha Liner himself during his visit here to J.M. and the A.M. It's called Kol HaKavod. It's the title track of his album here at J.M. and the A.M. If you missed any of our conversation, go to facebook.com slash Nachum Single Network. You can watch the conversation as it happened in studio <coughs> here at J.M. and the A.M. Simcha Liner with Kol HaKavod. Va'ani done by Barry Weber. Miami had Vitaher. And Shea Bunna by Ellie Marcus. A reminder, Ellie Marcus is in a free concert this Sunday. Yes, no joke. You can see and enjoy a free Ellie Marcus performance. Here's what you do. West Side Institutional Synagogue is the place for the 2019 Chidon HaTanach finals. Come experience the excitement of a Chidon HaTanach championship here in New York. It's the uh, Chidon for Adults. That happens every couple of years. It's happening this Sunday. And um, the 2019 International Bible Competition for Adults U.S. Finals will include a special guest performance by Ellie Marcus. It's all free. It's a fun day. It's a musical day. It's an opportunity to see a free concert and enjoy a free concert while at the same time watching a great game show, if you will, uh, with the theme of Tanakh and Torah uh, at its core. It's this coming Sunday, November the 10th, Westside Institutional Synagogue, beginning at 2 p.m. Information, it's all free, but you got to register. AZM.org slash Bible dash contest. AZM.org slash Bible dash contest. All right? So keep that in mind to get ready to enjoy uh, a really fun day of Torah and great Jewish music. Ellie Marcus, free concert this coming Sunday as part of the Chidon in New York City. More coming up. Here's Derek Achim at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., Sandy Shmueli, with a great brand new song that he introduced us earlier in the week. <clears throat> Almasha Yeshli is the name of that one. Wednesday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. Well, there we go. Feel free, uh, Derek Achim before that with Ani Mamin. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. <coughs> Listener Billy agrees with me. He says to Trucker Yitz, we have no interest in hearing about snow right now. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Listener Dvoris says, I wasn't online yesterday. Did you, did you mention Aliyah Day? We certainly did. Yom Aliyah was a big, big, big reminder yesterday here at JM in the AM on the 7th of Marcheshvan yesterday. She says, just finished my video for our event this weekend, thanking Hashem for the reality that is my life here in Israel. 18 years. Come Chanukah, Bezrat Hashem. Oh, boy. That is a wonderful milestone to uh, to celebrate. No question about that. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zebna B'Yosef Alevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basar B'Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The author of the Zera Yitzchak said that he heard a great tumult in heaven. It happened that there was a great tzaddik who had passed on. The court in the heavenly court honored him greatly. They put a Sefer Torah in his arms. And then they asked him, Did you fulfill everything that is written in the Torah? He answered that he had, and he would be able to testify on his behalf. All the Malochim came that he was Mekayim the Mitzvahs for and began to testify on his behalf. They then brought the Shulchan Aruch, did you fulfill everything in the Code of Jewish Laws, the Torah Shabal Peh, the Oral Torah? Once again, he answered yes. In the Malachim, all the angels came, and again, they testified on his behalf. Then they asked him, Were you careful not to be Mazker Shem Hashem Levatola, not to say the name of God in vain? At that moment, he didn't respond. They questioned him again, and he remained silent. They called for Adim, they called for witnesses, and there were other types of malachim, those dressed in dark clothing. They came forth to testify against him. One said, I was created on this day when he uttered the Shem Shamayim, Hashem's name, during tefillah, without proper kavana, without the proper feeling. Another one came forward and offered similar testimony. And as it continued, the members of the Beisdin, the Beisdin Shalmailo, the heavenly court, tore their garments and they asked him, Where was your Yerah Shamayim? Where was your fear of heaven? It was then decreed that unfortunately he would have to suffer retribution as a means of being able to expiate his sins. We see from this how important it is that one should always pay attention to each and every time that the name of Hashem is either in a bracha or in tefillah. In general, one should always have the proper decorum and be silent during any of the tefillahs, during any of the davening. It is not only 
an important mitzvah for us to observe meticulously, but it is a great schus for long life and for good health. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day.
J.M. There we go. J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, Hatov done by uh, Yonatan Razel here on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, the Atid Society, um, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, invites everybody to an evening with the stand-up comedy of Modi. Modi is going to be performing on Sunday, November the 24th in a 7.30 performance. The dinner starts at 6 p.m. for Atid Society members. And it's all happening, of course, on the campus of the uh, Kushner Schools, 110 South Orange Avenue in Livingston, New Jersey. Um, tickets, sponsorships, etc. go to jkha.org slash atid, jkha.org slash atid, or you could speak to them at 862-437-8001, 862-437-8001. Uh, according to uh, Batsheva and Murray Halpern, who chair this event and are the Atid uh, Society chairs, the two most important people <laughs> regarding this year's Atid Society event are with us live via telephone. The first, of course, is Rabbi Eli Rubin, the head of school at the Kushner Schools. Rabbi Rubin, good morning to you. Good morning, Nahum. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. Always great to have you on. And second, another individual it's always great to have on, and that's the one and only Modi. Modi, good morning and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. How are you? How amazing is it to call in in the 7 o'clock hour in the morning? Isn't it wonderful? It's it's just, it's just, oh my God. I gotta, but how do you have all that energy? It's amazing. God well, bless you. I always got to give you performers who are used to doing the late night stuff. Got to give you a taste of what it's like here early in the morning. Rabbi Rubin, we'll start with you. Uh, we know the Atid Society, of course, does an amazing job in supporting the incredible work that's being done in the field of Jewish education at the Kushner Schools. Uh, the track record is there uh, every year. Thank God people respond. Uh, even better than they did the previous year uh, to the Atid Society event. And everyone, of course, is invited uh, to participate on the 24th of November and enjoy Modi. But first, Rabbi Rubin, tell us how things are going. It's now already November. The holiday season is a couple of weeks behind us. School is in full swing. How are things going at the Kushner Schools? Well, Nachum, thanks again for inviting us and being such a great friend of the school. And uh our deep gratitude goes to Marin Batsheva and all of our donors and friends and supporters who have really helped us get to a place of just the excellent league leaders in Jewish education and general education. Uh, we've been, over the years, been able to continuously evolve and grow our educational program. And with the few minutes I have, no, I, I really want to tell you about some of the innovations we have on the high school, sure. even though we're so proud of our N through 8 because of our open house is scheduled for November 16th. We have a Motzei Shabbat open house and uh, we invite all of our uh, potential ninth grade students from all regions here in New Jersey and uh, outside of New Jersey, New York, New York State as well, to come visit the school and learn about how we are always striving to create more opportunities for students that many of them just exceed what would be normally be found in any high school. Uh, besides the capital improvements, uh, we've really added a great deal to our STEM and science program. Uh, we recognize that uh, when students graduate from high school and move on to college and the future world of employment, STEM is going to have a role in their learning, but they'll really need a foundation in computer science. Uh, so we've created a track for computer science from ninth grade on. Um, our STEM program includes engineering, scientific engineering, genetic engineering, biomedical engineering, and we've given students opportunities to use some really state-of-the-art science equipment. Uh, we have a new CO2 um, dual-stack incubator capable of supporting growth of human cells. 
which has really been an exciting opportunity for experiments. So we have a ultra-low temperature freezer, which is for cryogenic state, which for cultural samples, and a fabrication lab and a scanning electric microscope, one of 16 high schools in the United States. Um, we, we have really continuously grown our science program. And our TOE program also, we're really very proud of the fact that the core of what we stand for is Torah uh, Yisrael and Medina Yisrael. We've added a very exciting mishmar this year led by Rabbi Sharbat, and uh, interesting that I don't think I've seen anywhere, because of our proximity and our relationship that we have with the Morristown Rabbinical School of Chabad, uh, we're going to now be a satellite uh, for, the Rab- for the Morristown Chabad Rabbinical School with a few of their rabbinical students learning in our yeshiva and having relationships with kids and setting an atmosphere of true Torah. Um, and all that happens in a state-of-the-art campus. Uh, the campus has gone major innovations in the last few years. We're really proud of our six acres of property, which will now feature three basketball courts, two tennis courts, a breathtaking amphitheater, pavilion and pergola, open grass fields for play, and outdoor classrooms. Uh, The -the state-of-the-art campus supports the content and the the special quality of our students and teachers who are really adding such goodness into the world through their dedication and devotion to APAC the values of Torah, bring it throughout the communities and universities in Israel. So we hope that our potential students from the regional area come to visit us on November 16th at our open house. And, of course, without the work of Mariam Batsheva and our donors and our friends and supporters that will, that, and the fund, funds that they raise for us uh, to help us ma- maintain and aspire for greatness, um, we really wouldn't be able to even dream about what we're doing. So come out to Modi. I'm here at the Atid performance. Oh, and we'll speak with Modi in a minute. Rabbi Rubin, is this the first time it's a Saturday night open house? First time. It's a, very, new. it's a very interesting idea. I'm, I'm trying to digest it as, you've saying, as you're saying it here. It's so here. Here's a nice catchphrase. It's going to really be the Havdalah. It's going to really be a great difference. You're going to see the school at night, which has its own quality, and uh, the Havdalah Motzei Shabbat theme will permeate uh, the experience of our students. And our building and campus is so beautiful that it's good to see it at different hours of the day. So yeah. it should really be very special. And I'm looking forward to my next tour of the campus because I know there's been tremendous, as you just said, tremendous improvements and expansion over the summer, and I hope to see it up close and personal very soon. Also, Rabbi Rubin, um, don't you agree that in my day, most of the equipment, if it even existed uh, in the STEM and science departments that you describe, would be available maybe in graduate school programs and very, very rarely in high school programs. So I want to kind of make you feel a little better about yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're not that old. Because what we're told by our students is the, the equipment and the labs that we've developed here are still mostly available for upper-level college-grade students and graduate students. So don't self-deprecate. You're still hanging around and hovering the young ages because we are really on the cutting edge of science education that really isn't commonplace for any high school. Well, I hope you're right about the first thing. On the second thing, I will tell you that speaking of the cutting edge, when we visited Kushner and did a feature uh, on the science department here at JMNAM, it was amazing the different, uh, uh, not just experiments, but the pursuits that the students had that were making a real difference. They were actually creating and inventing things that actually went ahead and, you know, and uh, became attractive to companies and efforts and those giving grants. I mean, it, it's amazing what high school students can do these days. 
Well, we've opened up a science research institute uh, led by our uh, scientific innovator and really brilliant science educator, Dr. Stein. And um, I'm happy to tell you that around 10% uh, of our school of student body are embarking on a, their own scientific research projects under his and our science teacher's tutelage. And uh, we've, some of our students have been published. Uh, they are connecting to scientists around the world at major conferences, uh, both here and in Israel, uh, and uh, giving the students the opportunity and opening the door and encouraging them, letting them feel the safety and the security of the confidence of the faculty has given students the experience that whatever they dream that they would like to do, they can get there. And that's an important part of learning, not to inhibit, but to create a sense of intrinsic motivation that they have the capability and the capacity to explore and to reach heights that others would limit them because they feel that their age is just not aligned with that type of learning. Yeah, that's what's so impressive. The goals sometimes are really lofty. If you listen to the students like we did, uh, the goals are pretty lofty and still they're able to accomplish it, which is amazing. The Atid Society of Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School present the stand-up comedy of Modi, voted one of the top 10 comedians in New York City, according to Hollywood Reporter and Backstage. It's happening November the 24th, Sunday night. The performance is 7.30. The dinner reception for our TID Society members begins at 6 p.m. The event is, of course, being chaired by Batsheva and Murray Halpern. It will be another successful event, please God, and your support is uh, certainly welcome. Go to jkha.org slash atid, jkha.org slash atid, and you can also dial 862-437-8001. Modi, I don't know where you went to high school. Does any of what Rabbi Rubin's saying this morning uh, uh, sound familiar to your high school experience? Not one bit. My <laughs> goal was to get the hell out. I mean, I had stem cell. What? <laughs> We I had know. that Fakakta frog we used to cut open to look inside. That was the big thing we had, uh, a stem cell. Oh, my God. So you were... So, so you were, We had no goals like that. So you were in an institution advanced enough to actually dissect the frog. That far you did get. That was it. We thought <laughs> we were on the cutting edge of, of, of biology. And now I hear about this stem cell and... And and cryogenics or whatever, whatever whatever else you guys are doing over there. Wow! It is. It's it's. And, he, it, it and he said it so well. Did you see how he just he spoke? It was like in one breath, and he knew what he was saying. It was a, usually the guys I do this with. And then the kids should know from Torah. This is like stem cell. <laughs> Rabbi Rubin's got it down pat in every area of education. That's for sure. So you're going to be visiting the Kushner schools on the 24th of November. The, Sandy. Thank you. That, that's the, I'm really taking. That's like one a great compliment coming from you. I really appreciate. Maybe you really are too tired this morning. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm wide awake. I was ready to get into it. You know, I believe me. When I was doing comedy on the road, I've done morning AM radio at like six o'clock. People are driving, begging them to come to to, to the comedy club. But I mean, this is uh, amazing. This is really, and you know, I love that it's open to the public. Because a lot of the Jewish organizations are doing that now. You know, I did a show in Ohio, and the guy has a little congregation. He had 800 people because he opened up to the entire uh, community. It's a great thing. It was not just uh, limited to his members, in other words. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I, is that what's, what's, what's happening here in the 24th? Yeah. Uh, Tid is inviting everybody. I mean, the Kushner School is inviting everybody to come enjoy the performance, obviously to support the school and the great work they're doing. Brilliant. But, yeah, they get to anybody. Anybody who hasn't seen you yet in the Livingston, New Jersey area can take advantage and come on out on the 24th of November. What do you think of that? 
Everybody that hasn't seen me in the Livingston area is a goy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All the Jews have seen me out there, but there's always new material. I'm working on so much stuff. I'm working on a new comedy special for uh, for one of the networks, and um, and uh, lots of great stuff happening. And really, just uh, honing down some uh, really funny, funny stuff for the Jewish community. And um, and then you know, it's it. It's uh, excited. Very, very excited. There's about a, there's it. a lot of there are a lot of things one could make fun of when it comes to the Jewish community, right? There are a lot yeah, of things that come to mind. It's got to be tasteful. It's got to be tasteful. It's got to be you know always clean, but but you know, uh, but right to the line and. Uh, and it's it's great, it's great, and I always keep adding on to my old stuff, and uh, and I'm ex- I'm excited. It's going to be a great venue, great. I'm really looking forward to the 24th. Well, it's a wonderful theater, by the way. I don't know if you've ever been to the Kushner campus. You'll be overwhelmed. It's so beautiful and so large and incredible. And one of the things that's so great about it is the theater, which you're going to enjoy like crazy. Uh, Modi, are you still based in New York? Are you still living in Manhattan? I live in Manhattan. I live down the block from where you are right now. That's unbelievable. On the Lower East Side. It's incredible. Someone said that you uh, actually walk by our shul every Shabbos morning, and I, I I didn't even realize you were right here in the area. And, and you're right there, right? yeah. And you are part of one of the most interesting gentrification um, uh, 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 revolutions, I guess you could say, in the history of this city, because this neighborhood that you are in now, here in Lower Manhattan, at one time. You know, adults wouldn't walk through during the day, and now kids could walk through at night. What do you think of that big transformation of this area? It's unbelievable. First of all, I moved here in uh, two th- into the Lower East Side in 2004, and it was just an amazing space for the money. It was just great. And the neighborhood was still really picking up. But now there's like a Trader Joe's and a right. Target, <laughs> and there's a new... Uh, there's that new Essex crossing. Right. It's like I moved, I moved without moving. <laughs> right. and it's a totally new neighborhood. You're right. It's so it's funny. It's a brand new neighborhood. <laughs> I keep buying the apartments on my floor. So I just keep getting bigger and bigger, bigger space. You're a smart and, man. Um, I, I love this neighborhood so, so much. And you still have the taste of the Hamish Jewish Lower East Side. It's still here. Right, no. there, there is still a Stiebel Row, but it's it's limited at this point because uh, the Grand and Essex area is not nearly as Jewish as it used to be. Let's put it that way. The, the Stiebel Row that he's talking about for the listeners, I don't know. I think I spoke about it with you before. There's like eight synagogues <laughs> on one row. Each one has a million of five people. <laughs> right. Or nine. Sometimes nine. Or nine. <laughs> and... It, they decorated them in the in the late sixties and did nothing since. <laughs> That's true. I once walked in. Some guy once once asked me if, to come to to be the tent. I was going to my car. I walk into this shul. I literally just I looked around and I go, I love what you guys haven't done with the place. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it was literally like it was stepping into nineteen seventy. Right, and you probably um, and you probably left there saying you wouldn't change a thing. Am I right? I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't. Don't ever. Don't paint. Don't nothing. It was perfect the way it was. <laughs> well, there's no question that you're in one of the more interesting areas of New York. Tell me about. Uh, uh, tell me about. Uh, the difference is, if you will, I don't even know if you were, uh, you know, how how into this you are at the moment because uh, not everybody gets to pay attention to what's happening in Jewish education out there. But you know, as you heard Rabbi Rubin describe, things are a lot different these days in terms of how seriously everyone takes every academic pursuit and every uh, extracurricular pursuit compared to, uh, you know, years ago. 
And I'm wondering what your feeling is. You're coming to Kushner. You're going to do a show at one of these uh, in- incredible educational institutions. Uh, what do you think of just how seriously they take all their courses of study and all their extracurricular activities? I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I think just altogether for the J- Jewish kids today, they're, they're made to be so proud. Your school, yeah. obviously, the kids are like, it's not a cheder. You're not sitting there sharing a Gemara with somebody, it's, which is nothing bad with that. Right. But Got it's it. like, here we are, you know, it's a Jewish education that also involves all this amazing uh, thing that, that the rabbi was speaking about. And just uh, everything today for the Jewish kids, just to make them feel proud, Jewish singers I perform with, I just did a show with God Elbaz, you know. Sure. He, he, he had, it was like a, it was almost like a rave. The mm-hmm. kids were up front screaming and yelling, and to Jewish songs. They didn't have to be at some concert, you know, with some filth being yelled out. And they were like, and they were cool, and they felt cool, and they felt proud, and they were with the yarmulkes, and they and they're singing and yelling. And they knew his songs, and like all the things for the for the Jewish youth today. I think is just. So amazing. Rabbi Rubin, what's your comment about what Modi just said? I think he's making an amazing point. And a very important point. It's a very insightful comment because um, in the shadow of the Holocaust in the 50s, 60s, 70s, there was a sense of doom and gloom, and there was a, a, a value of tragedy that permeated the educational message and that we needed to recapture the glory of our past and make up for the losses in order for us to gain traction and strength. And um, the best way to educate is not based on negativity or on fear, but rather the value of positivism and hope and a sense of pride in what we believe in. And uh, Torah, of course, speaks to both aspects. We understand that there is tragedy and we need to always remember it. But at the same time, the, the best way to ensure continuity and a message that will be meaningful is to have students connect to Torah and through Judaism and Israel through its pride and its strength and its prowess. And uh, I always tell the students that in the uh, 1940s, had there been the state of Israel, there wouldn't have been uh, a tragedy in Europe. Yep. But in the 1940s, had there been APAC, we also wouldn't have had a tragedy. And our students need to learn to be advocates and stand up for what we believe in and not be embarrassed about uh, what we are as a people that have always been great and have always contributed to all aspects of society. But most important, they are the link in the chain for the next generation, and they have to feel good about it. So educating 100%. based on goodness is a much stronger message than educating based on, on sadness and tragedy. Yeah. And in comedy, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, um, there's many comedians that are Jewish, but there's not many Jewish comedians. Great one. Great point. And, and, and I, uh, you know, even though I, I do shows for audiences that aren't Jewish, I always, it's, the, the message is always a positive message. It's not deprecating to the Jewish people. And the Jewish kids today are proud that they don't take their yarmulkes off. Right. They don't, they, they wear even crazier yarmulkes, uh, right. the, the breast of yarmulkes. <laughs> they go all out. They're so proud. And it's because of this whole movement, you know, of being proud. is, And I think it's so important. Even on stage as a stand-up comic, one has an opportunity to represent us well. It's exactly what Modi does. And by the way, Rabbi Rubin, you know, when... Uh, when a youngster at Kushner says to you, I want to be a doctor, you can uh, you know, certainly point in many different directions to get some advice from some medical personnel. Or I want to be a lawyer. I'm sure you know plenty of lawyers that you can direct them to. Now if a student comes over and says, I want to be a stand-up comic in the community, now you're going to have a role model for them. Well, they if have your a students lot. come to you, 
if your students come to you and say they want to be doctors <laughs> and lawyers, please tell them no. <laughs> tell them if they want to make money and be successful, plumber. <laughs> Plumber's I the way to go. I renovations on my apartment. If I had to come back in another Gilgul, another I'm coming back as a plumber. I have no idea how they make so much money, but that's the money. But no, plumbing. But notice, Rabbi Rubin, he didn't say become a stand-up comic. That he didn't uh, say. No, no, I no. I thought no. that's where he was going, and I was going to ask Modi if he would let us have some internships with one of our Ooh, aspiring great comedians. Great idea! <laughs> great idea! I love it. Modi, would you mentor some of the young people who want to follow in your footsteps? Oh my God, that's a thought. <laughs> you never, you, know, you never thought that you never no, thought to be a youngster wants to follow. No, your I'd footsteps. like to know if I could be the mentor. If he could mentor me, I'd love to have that opportunity. What an what an interesting development this morning. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, we take great pride when someone is in a uh, an out of the ordinary profession and represents us well. Go enjoy the comedy of Modi who does represent our community beautifully, and he is going to be um, performing for the Atid Society to benefit Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. It's happening on the 24th of November. The performance begins at 7.30. The dinner reception for Atid Society members is 6 p.m. The event is chaired by Batsheva and Murray Halpern, who put together a great event every year, and this year is no exception. Go to jkha.org slash Atid or... Dial 862-437-8001. Modi, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. grateful that you invited us. Uh, Pleasure, and thank Thank you, you, Rabbi Rubin. Thank you very, very much. What an opportunity. I love highlighting people who do out-of-the-ordinary stuff and represent our community well, and Modi is in that category, and boy, he should be proud of that. And I thank Rabbi Rubin, and a big, big hello to everybody at the Kushner Schools as you kick off your Wednesday there in Livingston, New Jersey. More coming up at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
J.M. and the A.M. It's uh, Shlomi Gertner here at J.M. the A.M. Wednesday morning. Well, a very, very important message for those of you in the Brooklyn area and for those of you who have relatives, um, I would say maybe even especially elderly relatives in the Brooklyn area. Uh, if you haven't gotten a flu shot yet or you know somebody who hasn't gotten one yet, uh, the Honorable Simcha Felder, our uh, New York State Senator, as usual, has come up with a solution for this. And that's uh, what's going to be happening tomorrow in the middle part of the day in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, New York State Senator Simcha Felder, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you for having me. Good morning to you and everyone listening. Good morning. Always a pleasure. Um, this is People don't realize we're at the height of flu season. People who have waited till now, they may have waited a bit too long. It's really, uh, I don't want to use the word emergency, but it's, it, in some cases it might be urgent for people to finally get these free flu shots. So you've opened up. Uh, tomorrow at 131046th Street in Brooklyn, New York, for people to literally come and get a free uh, flu shot. And I would hope that people in the community will take advantage of this. Yeah, I think you described it perfectly. I think, unfortunately, flu is rampant already. And we're working together with the Bar Park JCC, Rabbi Avi Greenstein, to have free flu shots at the at the Borough Park Jewish Community Council. Their new location is smack in the middle of Borough Park at 131046th Street, and Mount Sinai Health System is going to be giving free flu shots to anybody who comes. I just want to make sure that there's, there's enough shots, but there's great demand. If anyone is interested, they have to call for an appointment because we certainly don't want people coming and then waiting, waiting, waiting. So the number to make an appointment is 718-253-2015. That's my office number, 718-253-2015. I think it's an opportunity for everyone in the neighborhood and beyond to grab it and uh, take care of your flu shot and it's totally free. And by the way, uh, and I'm sure the Senator agrees with me, keep in mind your relatives and elderly friends as well. Those of you who you know who live in Borough Park or in the Brooklyn area and, and may not jump on this themselves, get in touch with them and let them know that this is available. Uh, tomorrow between 10.30 and 1.30, free flu shots at the Borough Park JCC. It's 131046th Street 
in Brooklyn. Appointments are necessary. As as um, uh, Simcha mentioned, call 718-253-2015, 718-253-2015. Make an appointment and uh, take advantage of the free flu shot. And again, keep in mind those who you know might be in Borough Park, friend or relative, especially the elderly who may not have done this yet, and for them it would be a perfect opportunity. Help them make that appointment by dialing 718 718- Two five three two zero one five. Again, it all starts tomorrow at ten thirty in the morning at thirteen ten forty sixth Street in Borough Park, Brooklyn. Senator, anything else you'd like to add? No, thank you very much, Nachum, again for serving the public by publicizing things that are important and helpful to the to people in the neighborhood. I appreciate that, and our best regards to everybody in Borough Park. Thank you again. Have a good day. The Honorable, Honorable Simcha Felder, State Senator, free flu shots, everybody, tomorrow in Borough Park. But you got to call now, or I should say today, and make an appointment. 718-253-2015. 718-253-2015. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Mercy, 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 
J.M. and the A.M. Wednesday, <clears throat> that's uh, from 8th Day, Bring It Home is the name of that selection. Well, many of you are aware of the fact that um, uh, one of the ways we continue to support and we ask you to support our radio efforts here is uh, through our direct mail campaign. Uh, and in fact, uh, there's going to be another one coming up as we get toward the end of 2019. Another few days, you'll be getting an envelope. And those of you who have not yet participated in the 2019 campaign, we'll ask you, we'll ask you to please participate. And the people who have been partnering with us to um, uh, to make sure to get this message out via mail are the people at Lisco Direct Marketing and their sister company, Precision Brands, which we'll speak about as well. And I wanted to just get them on the air, give them a big thank you, encourage people out there who are looking for a company who could literally take over your whole direct mail uh, campaign uh, to consider Lisco because we've had such, such amazing uh, such an amazing and wonderful time with them. Uh, with us live via telephone is the marketing director. Uh, Avrami Weinberger. Avrami, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. How are the uh, folks at Lisco doing this morning? Excellent. <laughs> In fact, the, the office doesn't open until 9.30, uh, but uh, I am in the office right now to be with you on the air. So. I appreciate it. I'm going to ask you a favor to not use the speakerphone. If you could pick up, that would be great so we could hear you more clearly. And, oh, perfect. That's that? That's wonderful. So, uh, you know, years ago, I think it goes back a couple of years, uh, we needed a, a, a partner, couldn't do this whole big mailing ourselves here for, for the Foundation of Jewish Broadcasting. So we needed a partner to do this, and uh, Lisco was recommended to us. And uh, we went ahead and, and essentially threw everything into your lap. And, yeah. and, and that's basically what you do. You, you basically say, tell us what you need printed, what you need inserted, what you need mailed. And we will take care of the whole thing for you. That's a that's a good exactly. way to sum it up, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it really starts with people like you know the organization, whether it's the Nachum Siegel Radio Show or if it's any other uh, big. We we we've worked with really big names um, like the Museum of Tolerance, right. the uh, Simon Wiesenthal Foundation, the Israeli Red Cross. Everything everything they all have in common is they come to us and they say this is our goal. Um, we want to reach X many people. We want um, to reach out to them and engage with them, communicate with them about our cause, and we want them to join us. Um, once we get that messaging you know, down pat, um, we take over from there and design the beautiful mailing package um, and get actually the list of names. So right. many times organizations have their own list already that they've built up throughout the years through various different uh, channels. 
um, but they want to expand. So there's something called list brokerage and list rentals, um, where we we expand the organization's reach by uh, sending out their message to people they had never uh, reached out to before. I, I hope people realize in this one-minute presentation that you just gave how many different services you're doing for them at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah, that's not, and that's not even scratching the surface. <laughs> right. Then comes the printing and postage and stuffing and uh, tracking and, and all the data and, and when it comes back in and see how the campaign went. It's actually a huge, huge operation. One of, and, um, yeah, one of, the, one, of the, one of the benefits and one of the reasons we're always excited uh, for working with you guys is because we, we literally hand it off to you and never worry about it again. Uh, yeah. We know that it's going to be printed. We know it's going to be uh, you know inserted, taken care of. Your staff will uh, handle it with kid gloves. You tell us exactly what date uh, to expect it to go out. And it goes out with the postage, and, uh, and it goes out to the full list. And by the way, one other service you should mention that we've taken advantage of, uh, you actually have the ability to explore our lists and see if any of those addresses are outdated or need to be changed, which is also Absolutely, an amazing. Absolutely, yeah. This is something that we tell everyone. We have the most up-to-date Jewish mailing lists available because we call it list hygiene. Um, just like in any hygiene, you want to constantly keep yourself up-to-date. We take our lists, our mailing lists, very, very seriously. So we look at the, all the names and the dates and the addresses, um, how using very sophisticated software to see if they're up to date. And every, anything that is outdated, that gets purged. That's, from the unbe list. that's unbelievable. And, it, and of course, that ends up saving money for everybody, both, both in terms of uh, material you're sending and postage that you're using. So. Absolutely. So if you mention money, a lot of people have this kind of like hesitation when it comes to direct mail because it has this reputation of being expensive. Right. And we're, uh, versus other kinds of marketing, like, let's say, email marketing or a banner ad on, on Yeshiva World News. And, and what people don't realize is that those kind of the other kind of marketing have like they're very very like uh, they're not so tangible um, and they come and go. Um, whereas a piece of mail is a physical piece that is beautifully designed and it stands um, out more because no one's doing it, so it stands exactly. out more these days. So right? the businesses and organizations that are taking advantage of this medium that people are somehow for some reason have like backed away from, those people are capitalizing on a medium that is so tangible when it comes to your door you have to actually pick it up even if you want to throw it in the trash your fingers are touching a physical piece of communication of that organization whereas an email gets ignored a banner you're not even seeing it um, and that's why it's so powerful and studies show that the response rate for direct mail is far above any other form of marketing so that's why we love this. We still love it. Um, and we, we appreciate organizations like Nachum Siegel Radio Show and the others that are still taking advantage of this incredible form of marketing. Uh, Avrami Weinberger is with us. We're talking about Lisco. If you want to take advantage of any of their services that we just discussed, I told you we use them basically for everything that Avrami just mentioned we use them. Uh, if it's concept design, printing, mailing services, the lists, all, all the information is on the website. Go to listcodirect. Listcodirect.com, L-I-S-T-C-O-Direct.com. Now, Avrami, um, it's funny because you're talking about one of the traditional methods, as we just spoke about, but but you are also involved. Uh, as much as um, you know, technology continues to advance, uh, you're also involved in Precision Brands, which is really focused on search engine optimization, which is one of the most commonly used phrases in business uh, today. Tell us what precision brands can do for the people in this audience. Yeah, so in fact, 
it, it's, it was born out of the passion the list, that Lisco Direct Marketing has for um, kind of effective source of marketing uh, versus the ineffective kinds. And that really brought us into the new age, 21st century, where businesses are expecting more and connecting with people in more technologically advanced spaces. So um, what happens is, um, in, in, in most, I mean, before the Internet came around, before search engines came around, most uh, people consumed advertising in a very passive manner, meaning you'll be reading a magazine or searching through uh, your mail and something would come to you. You're not actively seeking it out. When, when search engines came along, that really flipped on its head. You're going and searching for something you want, and now businesses have the opportunity to be in front of your eyes at the moment you're seeking it out. That really changed the game in terms of marketing. Um, and we want to really be there um, right now where, where this change is happening. Um, so what we do is if you have a website, if you, it, it doesn't matter what the website is. If you have, you have a personal, you're a freelancer, if you have a business, or you have an organization, a school, an institution, you want people who are searching out uh, your target audience, who that is, they're already online um, seeking out businesses or organizations similar to yourself. You want to be there in the top couple of five results, let's say, on Google when someone is searching Jewish radio show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is. So um, what we did is we really studied Google's algorithm, how they uh, decide which results to put up on top versus there are millions of results, millions of results to choose from. Um, well, what we found is that Google really likes well-written pages, well-designed, that are also authoritative um, and trustworthy. So what we do with clients is we make sure their pages are the most beautifully designed, the most authoritative, the most trustworthy page on the subject, and then we see their uh, their, their rankings skyrocket. In fact, we have a client right now uh, who is a special needs agency for you know disabled adults and children. Um, they have group homes. It's a wonderful organization. Um, and they started about two months ago, and they are already the number one or number two result on Google for special needs Brooklyn or special needs Flatbush. Wow. Um, yeah, so Baruch Hashem, we figured out how that works. Um, and again, it comes from our uh, you know love of taking advantage of forms of marketing that are really effective, whether that, that is with direct mail because of its physical tangibility or whether it's search engine marketing, where we have the opportunity to be in front of people's eyes when they're in buying mode, when they're in search mode. Interesting. And the website Precision Brands, that's yours, I assume? Yeah, precisionbrandsny.com. Fortunately, when we launched, uh, the precisionbrands.com website was not available um, so we had to add that NY, but in fact, we already have a branch in New Jersey as well. So that may be a little <laughs> bit of misnomer, but, um, so we, we're, we are available in Brooklyn and New Jersey. Um, anybody who has a business who, you know, a lot of people, uh, understand that it's important to have a website. And I will say, you know, they, they invest sometimes thousands of dollars in building a beautiful, stunning website. And if you're not being found on Google, it's like, you're building a storefront in a back alley in a basement where nobody right. can find it. So if you have invested in your website but nobody's finding it, I suggest you uh, kind of figure out um, how to get your website to come up on top of Google search results 
when people are searching, you know, the keywords that you want them to be finding you for. Very good. And you'll work with not-for-profits and for for-profit entities Absolutely. Uh, in both I mean, non-for-profits are really, really taking advantage of search engine marketing in a little bit of a different way. They're trying to come up uh, on Google search results for topics that are relevant to people they're helping um, so that people have recognized their name. They'll have articles that are, that are resourceful, that have uh, helpful information. Um, that's a little bit different strategy, but in the long term, um, you know, people who they, they might be helping down the road are going to see their name come up again and again, and they'll be a trustworthy source. And then when they make a direct mail campaign, their name will be recognized. Amazing. All right. Uh, Avrami Weinberger is the marketing director. You heard what he has to say. Those of you out there who are looking for search engine optimization and all the other services that 21st century internet uh, now requires for your company, frankly, or for your uh, organization, go to precisionbrandsny.com, precisionbrandsny.com. If you're looking to do a direct mail campaign, and we thank the folks at Lisco for that, for all their amazing work on behalf of the uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Um, then all you got to do is go to, to, to the Lisco uh, website and all the information about concept design, printing, mailing services, and lists is there. Go to listcodirect.com, L-I-S-T-C-O, direct.com. Avrami, anything you'd like to add? I just want to thank you for the amazing content that you give for Cloudy Thank you. Um, it's something that, you know, I don't think there's much of left on radio, and I <laughs> think you're holding the torch. Keep it up. Much appreciated. Thank you. And our best, everybody, at Lisco and at Precision Brands. Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. That's Ellie Marcus. You want to see Ellie Marcus in a free concert? I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. Um, this coming Sunday, Westside Institutional Synagogue, the 2019 International Bible Competition for Adults, the U.S. Finals is going to be taking place. This Sunday, starting at 2 p.m. at Westside Institutional Synagogue, it's an amazing game show-like um, a program. It's really amazing watching everybody whose expertise is in Tanakh participate in this contest. And at the same time, it's a free Jewish music concert with Ellie Marcus. And it's totally free. All you have to do is register azm.org slash Bible dash contest. azm.org slash Bible dash contest. That's the whole thing. Uh, don't forget, Rabbi Glasser speaks this coming Saturday night at the Talmud Torah of Flatbush. That is the inaugural um, uh, lecture in their lecture series. They always have a great Saturday night lecture series during the winter at uh, the Talmud Torah of Flopush. So that's happening this coming Saturday night. And you can get information. Uh, let's see. You can get information by dialing. Do we have a number for Talmud Torah Flopush? 718 377 2528. 718 3772528 Rabbi Glasser on the history sanctity and future of the synagogue this Saturday night Rabbi Dr. Mayor Soloveitchik on Brisk Soloveitchik and Begin the making of a world leader next Saturday night uh the Saturday night before Thanksgiving it's Rabbi J Dr. Jacob J Schachter on the Rav and the Rebbe Brisk meets Chabad <laughs> a lot of great topics this coming Saturday night join me and all the folks that are going to be coming out to Bergen County, New Jersey for the amazing Azer Mitzion event. Celebrating saving lives together with Azer Mitzion and our IDF heroes this Saturday night, November the 9th at Congregation Keter Torah in Teaneck. That begins at 7.30. In addition, Azer Mitzion is giving me the opportunity to interview Brett Stevens there on the spot at Congregation Keter Torah. And I am very much looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, information. Uh, you can go to eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com. Register and be part of what's going to be an amazing night. Eveningofheroes.com. Simple as that, eveningofheroes.com. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I want to tell everybody. Oh, tomorrow, Elliot Steinmetz, right around this time, around 8.30, coach of the Yeshiva University uh, Maccabees. Uh, he's, it's the men's basketball team. Elliot Steinmetz is the coach. And uh, Saturday night, is it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night uh, begins their season in California. 
Their season begins Saturday night in California. We'll explain all of that tomorrow. Elliot Steinmetz tomorrow morning about 8.30 right here at JM in the AM, and I am very much looking forward to that conversation, and we're very much looking forward to an amazing season. I'm not going to say this is the year, but there are a lot of people who think this is the year. <laughs> so we're looking forward to an amazing season, and we'll speak to the coach tomorrow. Uh, about 8.30 tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Oh, we also have an OHEL update tomorrow morning. Their big event is the 24th of November. We'll do an OHEL update tomorrow morning. I hope everyone's coming out to the 50th anniversary gala. That's a big event that um, deserves a tremendous amount of attention, and we will talk more about it tomorrow here at JM in the AM. What else do we have tomorrow? Uh, oh, and we'll talk more Azer Mitzion tomorrow. Ryan's going to join us. We'll talk more about the Brett Stevens IDF Heroes event at eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com. Our friends at Art School remind you that Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Chumash Bracious is now available. Use the promo code RADIO and get 15% off and free shipping in the United States. Use promo code RADIO. Again, that's promo code RADIO, free shipping, 15% off in the United States. Uh, information, artscroll.com. Again, that's artscroll.com. I can't get over this latest... Um, 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 this latest, what do we call it? <laughs> this latest comment on our app. <laughs> what a treat to listen to you all the way from Mumbai. That's what the listener says. I know anybody can write that from anywhere, but I am, I'm confident in this case that there's somebody in Mumbai who's actually tuned in, and that's pretty cool. One of the benefits of being a worldwide international network with live programming every single morning here at JM and the AM. If you want to um, uh, dedicate part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, in honor of someone's birthday, uh, maybe someone's yard site is coming up and you want to remember them, uh, go to the, uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. You'll see there under sponsorship opportunities, you could sponsor part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast. And of course, uh, we'll make sure to uh, mention it all mention the uh, uh, the dedication all through the morning. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and uh, support Great Jewish Radio and uh, remember somebody or take or, or honor somebody in a unique fashion. And we thank you for that. Fjbunity.org. Sunshine today with a high of 56. The rain starts uh, tomorrow in the afternoon. High tomorrow of 60 degrees. We're at 75 in uh, Yerushalayim, 47 here in New York City at JM in the AM. Uh, early this morning, I mentioned uh, that after a conversation with our chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative, Simon Jacob, yesterday, uh, we are, in fact, heading to Pittsburgh next week. I want to thank uh, Simon. I want to thank uh, everybody at the Jewish Unity Initiative. We are heading to Pittsburgh next week in advance of the yard site on the Jewish calendar of the victims of the Tree of Life attack, the worst uh, massacre against Jews in the history of the United States. Uh, we'll be there next week broadcasting Wednesday morning from Pittsburgh. Join us. It's going to be a show that obviously will center on the topic of anti-Semitism. And I certainly hope you'll be tuned in as we uh, go back one year later uh, to broadcast live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That is happening courtesy of the Jewish Unity Initiative. It's all happening next week, Wednesday. Make sure to tell everybody you know that we're heading back to Pittsburgh right here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Yesterday, we had the opportunity to speak with Simcha Liner live in studio. If you missed the conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. The video is up there, facebook.com 
slash Nahum Siegel Network. Here's one of the new songs that he introduced us yesterday at JM in the AM.
Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM. Muchanim done by Uri Davidi here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard the DRS, DRS Yeshiva High School with Meheira. Simcha Liner, brand new with Lacha. Thank you to Simcha for being here yesterday. If you missed any of it, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network was a really nice uh, interview. You could see the whole thing. Again, go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network, and you could see the whole thing. How did we do yesterday on that interview? I didn't check it out yet in terms of the uh, the stats. Hmm. Uh, our friends, in, you know, there are, there have been people who've contacted us here at JM and the AM over the years <clears throat> to let us know that one of the reasons they're moving to Israel is because all the all the things that they've heard here on this radio show over the years. It's happened. Uh, people have written to us by uh, email. People have commented on the app. Uh, and, and people have actually showed up at our studio in person to thank us before heading to uh, the airport, which is pretty amazing, by the way. Um, so I'm going to go through some of the Nefesh Benefesh informational Aliyah events that are going on over the next few weeks. And I hope this strikes your fancy, and I hope it encourages you to uh, at least explore the possibility of, uh, of moving to Israel and getting there uh, sooner rather than later. Um, here's what we have from Nefesh Benefesh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, isn't that funny? I just mentioned that uh, I'm going to ask everybody to pay careful attention as I go, as I go through the Nefesh Benefesh information because for whatever reason... Uh, Mark Rosenberg was not able to join us this morning, and look at that. My phone rings. <clears throat> I punch the button, and our dear friend Mark Rosenberg from Nefesh Benefesh is on the other line. Mark, shalom, and welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Baruch Hashem. We were expecting you a little bit earlier. I apologize that uh, we only have a few minutes to go here at JM in the AM, but we didn't want the uh, message of Aliyah uh, not to be transmitted this morning, so I appreciate you joining us. I apologize. I'm going to blame the, the clock changes for my delay, but I, I sincerely apologize and, and making time. I, I also <laughs> want to apologize that this is going to be one of the most uninspirational segments you're going to have today. <laughs> okay. Now that you've warned the audience accordingly, <laughs> here's, excuse me. here's what we'll do. Let me go through the latest announcement from Nefesh Benefesh. I'll turn to you for a little message uh, from Israel, if you don't mind, since we're about to read uh, Parshas Lechacha. And then we will remind everybody why it's important to uh, consider uh, Aliyah, especially this time of year. So there'll be there'll be an informational discussion and Q and A session about opportunities in Israel, including communities, jobs, government benefits, education, healthcare, and more. Happening Sunday, November tenth, this Sunday, starting at ten a.m. at the Shari Shalom Jewish Center on Steamboat Road in Great Neck, New York. There'll be a uh, an Aliyah workshop for retirees and empty nesters happening Tuesday, November the 19th at the Executive Office Center at 186th Street in Fresh Meadows, New York. There'll be a, a Next Israel networking event for young professionals happening at Splash Space on West 26th Street Thursday night, November the 21st at 7 p.m. Uh, the OU Jewish Community Fair, of course, we are uh, well in touch with, and we know that uh, at least six communities, if not more, from Israel will be part of it uh, between noon and 6 on the 24th of November at the Metropolitan Pavilion on 18th Street. There'll be a session at Hilton, New York, JFK Airport on purchasing and renting a home in Israel. 
That's Sunday, December the 15th. And then uh, Bergen County, pay careful attention. There's some events going on specifically for you. Um, there's one called Aliyah Dollars and Cents, Practical Financial Workshop uh, with NBN Professionals. That's happening Sunday, November the 17th at the Marriott Teaneck at Glen Point. Uh, there'll be a purchasing and renting a home in Israel session Sunday, December the 15th. Marriott Teaneck at Glen Point starting at 7.30 p.m. And those are both, of course, specifically for the uh, uh, Bergen County community. So, Mark, a lot going on. If someone is serious about exploring the possibility of moving themselves and their family to Israel, there are many, many opportunities. So there are indeed a lot. We're trying to spread our uh, access around. Uh, uh, we have so, so many uh, inquiries, especially in the greater New York area. Um, and so we also provide a lot of other, other information online. Yeah. But it's, it's really a lot of nuts and bolts. It's a really a lot of sessions that people want to ask some very direct financial questions, financial planning questions, um, community questions, um, not the big Lech Lecha questions, not the big, <laughs> you, know, you know, are the stars aligned? Is, 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 that, is that the voice I hear calling? You know, is is now the time? It's very much you know. What are going to be the tax implications when I'm coming? And uh, you know, is is this is this the, how do I choose the right school for my children? It's it's on a. That's uh, why I say it's not so inspirational when you think about the big call of Lech Lecha to Avraham Avinu. Our, our sessions are really, and we're getting great response so far um, to this really uh, specific, detailed call that people want to, to calculate a very uh, a particular formula for success. So one second, you're telling me that when Abraham was given the directive, and we read about it this Shabbat around the world. You're telling me he didn't question at all the tax implications. He didn't question at all the housing situation. He didn't question at all what area of Israel is best for his family to live. You're telling me he left his land completely without considering any of those things I just mentioned? Well, actually, it's interesting. I just pulled out the Chumash from my desk here. I keep it on the side. And there is a way to read, you would bet, chapter 12 of, of Breshid, as actually Avram Vino goes on a pilot trip. Because he gets the call to go on Lech Lecha. Right. And he gets this promise to do it. And it's seemingly, on the fourth Pasuk that he does. And then on line 5, that seemingly he may have gone on an exploratory trip. There's a way to read that, that he that, you know, wanted to make sure that this is going to be the best place for him. So I think that the, there, there is that possibility, but I, I don't know. I and Nachum, you and I have, uh, let's say, discussed this for, for a long time now. Some people like to think of Abraham Avino as this superhero, this person who had this great, great power to really move, and what a hero for doing it. Um, and the 4,000 or so people that are coming on Aliyah from North America this year do not feel like they're Avraham Avinos. They feel as if they've just made a small step forward and that they're able to move their personal plan or their family's plans forward. And to do that, they need to actually make sure their bank account is going to work and make sure that they're going to have a Kupat Cholim HMO plan that's going to work for them. So it's, it's intertwined, but I think that practical level is very, very significant. And you're telling me that there's no way Avraham considered being a commuter of uh, li- <laughs> uh, of living in Israel, but going going back to his homeland to to make a living. You don't think that that's what happened? I think that um, if he was, he probably definitely had a voice over IP, and that would allow him to have a local number for people ah, from around to call. So him. he never but even he never in his travels around. He, he never, was able to see the different experience and cultural opportunities, and how, uh, that would help him navigate it. And that's what we really try to give people. We try to be them their GPS or their ways uh, that 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 special advancements is going to make them avoid the bumps. Uh, as best as possible along the way. So he never had to make a return trip. He had everything he needed. 
He was technologically set up to stay in the land. He did leave his father behind. You know, he did yeah. leave some family behind. That's so true. Uh, it's definitely uh, it, it, it wasn't easy. But uh, I think that it's it, it was definitely you know a heroic decision. But I think I think that all of the uh, sixty plus thousands of people that Nefesh Benefesh have he- helped uh, re- relocate and thrive and plant in Israel um, feel as if that uh, you know there was a clear dividend on that that investment. Have you uh, did the folks in Nefesh Benefesh have an amazing holiday? Holiday season? Did you have an incredible Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippurim, and Sukkot over there in Israel? Um, it was uh, it was a great time of year. I think especially for Olim to be able to just go out to uh, the streets and see the holidays and see the Chag Sameach and see the uh, the Sukkot popped up all around the country is a really uh, a conceptual uh, like home run or touchdown because, for, the, for, the, for that decision. Because it, so there there is uh, a great celebration point, and then now we're back to the reality because of, uh, because it sounds full work week. because it sounds to me that since Havdalah. Of Shemini Atzeres, it sounds to me like you've been working straight since then. That's the, that's the way you um, sound. <laughs> well, so, summer is our busy season, and I just bumped into someone and said, you know, summer just ended, but it's actually starting on November 1st for us. So I know. we're already getting ready for the next wave of people coming, and that's why we're precisely doing this programming now after all the holidays. So those people who are aiming coming in the summer 2020, hard to believe that date just come out of my mouth, but summer 2020 can get their, uh, their plans in order. All right, great neck for this Sunday. Sunday informational session, 19th of November, Aliyah Workshop for Retirees in Queens, a networking event for young professionals, November 21, OU Community Fair, November 24, featuring plenty of communities from Israel, purchasing and renting a home in Israel, December the 15th at the Hilton New York JFK Airport, plus the events that I mentioned for Bergen County, including the one Sunday, November the 17th at 7.30 p.m. at the Marriott Teaneck at Glen Point. Uh, Mark, I assume all of this is available at nbn.org.il. Yep, it's all online, and look forward to uh, being there, um, especially at the community fair. I will see you there. Love checking in with you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Okay, sorry again for my lateness. Have a wonderful day, everybody. No problem at all. Mark Rosenberg from the NBN offices in uh, Jerusalem. A lot of events coming up. Informational Aliyah events around New York. Go to nbn.org.il. nbn.org.il. You'll be glad you did. Achenu Yisrael and Achim are brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Big thank you to Simon Jacob and the Jewish Unity Initiative. We are heading next week. This became official last night. We're heading next week to Pittsburgh one year later for an important show Wednesday morning, JM in the AM about anti-Semitism and the aftermath of being in a Jewish community that suffered at the hands of the enemy the way Pittsburgh did last year. We'll be doing this in advance of the yard site on the Jewish calendar, which is next Shabbos, uh, the 19th of Mar, the 18th of Mar Cheshvan is the yard site of those who perished that day. Um, so we'll be doing that next week. More details, of course, coming up. Elliot Steinmetz, Yeshiva University men's basketball team tomorrow morning. They have a very big season coming up. Oh, hell update tomorrow morning. Update about our evening of Heroes and Teaneck for Saturday night with Azer Mitzion coming up tomorrow. And plenty more right now. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock and Joanna Shepson will speak with Atara Weiss discussing the Aline Wheels of Love bike ride in Israel. Bite Size between 9 and 11. Then Avrami live from Israel with a live lunch. Make sure to stay tuned in all day long. Until tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.